Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. I am excited. We are in the sixth and final month of being made into disciples. I think it is incredible that we are already halfway through 2020. I don't know about you, but this has seemed as 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 um, unprecedented as it's been, it seemed to have moved pretty quickly. I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like time has moved quickly, even with us being in our homes. Are you all able to hear me? Uh, even with us being in our homes, uh, even with the, uh, the viral pandemic into now, um, what we're seeing in the uprising of possibly another civil rights movement. I just said a different way. Um, God has been faithful. God has kept us. God has provided. God has continued to show his mercy and his grace upon all of us. If you just think about where you were in January and where God has brought us to, it is amazing. It is a blessing. I personally want to thank Miss Robin, who sent me just one of the most beautiful phone calls the other day. Um, Miss Robin, just know we love you, we see you, and you are so valuable to the kingdom. Um, but that is the same for all of you. It's been amazing to watch the bride come together and see the power of unity right here on this screen. Um, right now, guys, we are, we are not one race right here on the screen. We have two uh, Pakistanians born in Paris, raised in London, who now live in St. Louis, Missouri. Only God could do that. <laughs> we have Whitney, who is in Boston. Uh, we have Pastor Alex in Tennessee. So we have Caucasian, we have Latino, we have African-Americans. Um, but we are unified because our DNA spiritually is the same. We are sons and daughters of God. We are citizens of a great kingdom, and it is amazing. So we are in the sixth month, which is the what? Fisherman month. So what will God make us? Fishermen, okay? So we're in the first aspect that I shared in the review, which is we, number one, have to learn to do things different. Do things different. And so Minister Malcolm, are we ready? We're going to be in the book of John. John is one of the four gospels. John is actually a disciple of Jesus. And the reason I say this is because so many people uh, may have thought and or did not know that Luke was not a disciple of Jesus, that Luke was a disciple of Paul, the apostle Paul, okay? Luke was also a physician. And so a lot of times when we see the four gospels, the assumption is, is that all four gospels are from four men that actually walked with Jesus. Um, but it is only three that were actually disciples of Jesus and one who was a disciple of Paul and his name was Luke. And so I, I like to make things clear so that we have an understanding when we're reading the Bible. Um, the great thing is that we have four different perspectives. John uh, is the one that they called uh, the one that Jesus loved, that was close to Jesus's heart. John, uh, uh, Jesus had an affinity for John. And so John speaks in a very different tone and language than you'll hear in Matthew and in Mark, OK? 
okay? And so they each come from a different lens. They each come from a perspective of relationship to the one that they're speaking about, which is Jesus. And so we're gonna be in John verse 21 today, and we are talking about doing things different. Malcolm, if you unmute yourself when you are ready. John 1:21. John 21. And we are going to start with the first verse. And I want you to go from the first verse to the sixth verse. It reads as follows. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from uh, Cana in Galilee, Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, have you haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. All right, so tonight we're talking about do things different. So here are the disciples. One disciple says, I'm going to fish. Okay, and the rest of the disciples say, we're going to go with you. And so they go out and they are fishing and they are toiling and doing what they know to do. Okay, they are fishermen. This is their trade. This is what they, uh, they are confident in, um, what they have placed value in. It is, their, it, is, it is some of their profession. It's not everybody's, but it's some of their profession. Okay, and so they go and they get in their boat and they're going to catch fish. And they are toiling and nothing is happening. And in some versions, it says uh, a man walking along and he calls out friends, right? And so the, in verse three, it says, I'm going to fish. This is what, after this, Jesus appeared again to the disciples this time. And then verse three says, the rest of, um, Peter says, I'm going to fish. And the rest of them replied, we're going with you. Now that word fish in this text, it means I'm going to be a fisher. That word fish there, I'm going to fish means to be a fisher. Okay, so it's not just about going to, uh, to catch something, but he is stating the posture in which he's going in. I'm going to be a fisher. I am going with the mindset, with the posturing, with the pursuit to go out and catch, to bring something in, but I'm going as a fisher because that's what fishermen do. And when we go out, when God calls us out into the world to begin to draw people to him, to begin to share about the good news of Jesus Christ, you need to go out in the posture of being a fisher. I think often we go out with the mindset, I'm going to, to catch. I'm going to fish for men, but we don't stand in the place of a fisher, of one who is skilled, one who is ready, one who is prepared, one who knows how to do the very thing that, that um, produces the end product. 
okay? And so I'm going to be a fisher. Then we go to verse four, and it says, they went out in the boat, they caught nothing that night when the sun came up. It says, but the disciples didn't realize that it was Jesus, right? So that word realize means this, they didn't recognize, they didn't know, but I love this. When you exegete it, it says they didn't appreciate. That blows my mind. So not only do they, there's someone off in the distance, right? That, that has grabbed their attention. They don't even recognize, they don't even know that it is Jesus who they have been with. Jesus who they have been walking with. But it says this, they don't even appreciate that it's Jesus. And here's what's interesting to me. The Bible says this, the sheep know my voice. They didn't even know Jesus's voice enough, right? They didn't even recognize his voice. They didn't even realize his voice. So they could not appreciate what was being said. And there are times where we have not recognized and realized that God was saying something. God was urging us to do something. And so we didn't appreciate what he was saying. And see, when you appreciate something, you value it differently. You nurture it differently. You protect it differently. You move differently. Okay? And so we move to verse 5. And it says, Jesus spoke to them, good morning. Did you catch anything? I'm reading now the, the message for breakfast. They answered, no. Another text, it says, friends, haven't you, have, haven't you any fish? Friends is the word children here. And that word children is this child under training. So child under training, haven't you? Which means to hold, possess any fish. So we need to understand that we're friends, but we are also children. And that children have to be trained. And that in this moment, Jesus is about to teach them something they have not been taught before. And so we go to verse six and he says, throw the net off the right side of the boat and see what happens. They did what he said. And all of a sudden there were so many fish in it, they weren't strong enough to pull it in. That's the message. It says, throw your net on the right side. Throw means to drop, but with effort. And the net is an actual fishing net. And it says on the right side, I love this. The right side here means to receive, to accept, to welcome, to be ready. Okay? So he tells them specifically to throw it on the right side, which lets us know they must have been fishing on the left side. Right? So they were already on one side and he says, nope cast it on the right side because there's something there for you. So here's some points I want us to know tonight. Number one, we talked about this in the overview. What worked before won't work now. How you fish is important. See, so often when fishermen go to out to, out to catch, the first thing people ask is, what are you going to catch? <laughs> so the thought is always about what you're going to get, but how you fish is what's actually more important. Because if you don't know how, you can't catch the thing you're going after. So what worked before won't work now. How you fish is important. 
how we are fishing, what we are doing, and our ability to recognize, our ability to know and appreciate the voice and presence of Jesus is a necessity, guys. It is a necessity. When we are being sent out to make disciples because we have been made, it is a necessity. But first, we need to understand that he's fishing for you. That right now, even though you are children of the most high God, he's still fishing for you. There are still things that he is trying to catch and bring you into, out of, through, and to set and establish you. There's still some catching because there's some of us who have still been on the end of the, the, uh, the raw, uh, on the end of the bait, still trying to fight. Some of us are still pulling and making it hard for him to reel us all the way in. Some of us, he gets us right to the point and we're still trying to just let me go, let me go. And there's very few of us that just come easily. And so we have to remember who we were on the other side when we go to fish for other people. Because sometimes what we do is we take the posture of the big fish that's now the prize on the wall and forget that we were once just like the other fish. Number two, there is always another side to every situation, circumstance, or challenge. There is always another side to every situation, circumstance, or challenge. The, here's what's very interesting to me. There's a whole other side of the boat, and I know that it is specific to why Jesus says the right, because sometimes in life we get so fixated on the side we're on that we forget there's another side to that situation, that problem, or that challenge. That side is a different perspective. That side is a greater understanding. That side could be knowledge. And so often we get boggled down on the side that we're on that we miss the other side and all the beautiful, wonderful things that God wants to show us. And sometimes we take so much ownership in this side that we forget that we don't own anything, that it's all in his hands. And however he decides, we just need to follow. Number three, there is always a right side where more resides. There is always a right side where more resides. And here's the right side, it's called righteousness. Right standing with God. Jesus asked them to throw it on the right side, the side where he asked them to, the side where he needed them to be. And it was there that more was available. So much so they couldn't even haul it in. So much so that if you keep reading, even in, um, in the, in the um, message Bible says it was 153 fish. So much fish that they couldn't even pull it. There is more on the right side. That's why it says, seek ye first the kingdom, right? And all this righteousness, then everything is that all these things are added after you seeking God and his righteousness. The right hand of God, the right standing in God. And it says this, that then we were able to receive and accept and we welcome with readiness what God has for us. So understand there's always a right side with God where more is. And if you have been feeling like there's some depletion or there's some lack, you need to ask God, show me where to throw the net. 
Where's the right side of this moment? Where's the right side of this situation? Where's the right side of this circumstance? Where's the right side? How should I be thinking, Lord? And am I seeking your kingdom first? And am I standing in righteousness so that the things you desire to add will be added? Because there's always more in God. And then finally, in order to fish properly, you must remain in a posture to be taught when you can't see. In order, say it again, in order to fish properly, you must remain in a posture to be taught when you can't see. They couldn't see Jesus and they couldn't see the fish. And we've talked about this in the make you, right? Even when we don't understand, we still need to follow his leading. But even more than follow his leading, you need to follow his voice. That when you can't see, God makes ways out of no ways, God, guys. And that's why our ears need to be attuned to his voice. This is why the sheep have to know the voice of the father. Because when you are in the dark, you can't feel your way out, but you can hear your way out. And so often we get stuck trying to try to make things happen, figure it out the hard way, toil all night, rehearse it, go over it, practice doing the same thing. That's insanity. We all, we all say that insanity is doing the same thing, looking for a different result, but we do it all the time. <laughs> With God, in God, we do it all the time. Because we've seen God work a miracle in one way, we're expecting him to always work the miracles in that way. Well, when you do that, you limit his bigness, his vastness, his I amness, and his power. God is not in a box. He breaks the box. There is no box for God. And so in order to fish properly, we've got to remain in this posture to be taught when we can't see, to be taught when we don't know, so that we're always in, a, in the space to be hearing and receiving and welcoming the information that God wants to download at a moment's notice. Because in a world that we're living in that is filled with noise, we need to remove the noise and get God's voice right as closely to our ears as we can, as closely to our hearts as we can. Because everybody has an opinion, everybody has an answer, but there is only one answer and there's only one opinion and that is that of the Lord's. And so what worked before guys, I'm telling you, it's not gonna work. I know everyone is trying to tag this new normal and ain't new normal. And so what worked before isn't going to work. What worked last month is not going to work this month. You need to keep increasing your spiritual attitude, your knowledge of the word, your time in his presence, because it is going to be so important in the hours that are coming. There's always another side, guys. There's always to every situation. This is why when stuff happens, the first side I always go to is me. I don't point first to your side. Father, Show me in this situation, in this challenge, in this circumstance, what was, where was I? And then give me your side, give me the right perspective, give me, give me the ability to sense and perceive and know so that I don't, number one, make the same mistakes, but two, that I'm fully aware of what's happening and I'm in the moment and I'm not missing anything that you need to show me or teach me. And then there's always a right side, there's always right, righteousness is always right righteousness right standing with god is always right so i don't care what anybody tells you righteousness with god is always right 
and where the right side is, there's always more. So some of you need to turn from the left and start casting to the right. Ask God, where do you want me to cast my net? What's the right side that you need me to begin to make, to, to, to put effort into? Because that's what it, the, the, this right side in this text is to receive, to accept, to welcome, but to throw means to, to cast, to drop, but with some effort. We gotta do more. We cannot be passive Christians. We have to make an, we have to have an effort and an intentionality behind everything we do for the Lord. And finally, again, in order for a fish to, to order to fish properly, you must remain in a posture to be taught when you can't see. God is not gonna show you everything, but you better trust him with everything. Are there any questions, comments, or concerns? Thank you for joining us on another episode of the K-How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.